Hello, I'm Phil Little, host of the Private Investigator Experience podcast. And along with my co-host, Wade Little, we talk about the life and times and cases of a private investigator on each of our posts. But this is separate from that. This is my weekly wrap-up where I look at events out around the world which might affect us in our communities where we live here in the U.S. I look at these events as an investigator with a biblical worldview to give some understanding of how and why they occurred. In my past week's report, I talked about the attack on southern Israel, which has dominated the news and affected so many of us emotionally. My first experiences in counterterrorism and intelligence gathering started in Israel, and I have many relationships there. The more I have learned about the barbaric mutilation and killing of over 1,200 Israelis has brought to the forefront how much evil there is in this world. As the war continues with some 250 hostages and so much information being put out by the public about Hamas, we need for the facts to be very important. The second danger we're seeing in the United States and other countries is how deep the brainwashing is in our young people as they have just gone off the, the rails, so to speak, as Hamas against Israel in this. I must say, I'm shocked at the response and speechless at times against this outburst from so many of the youths of not only the United States, but the world. And they're obviously very programmed in what they're saying. They're not ideologues. They don't have a deep belief in these issues. They've been taught what to say. They've been told when to stand up and what to say and and what the talking language is, and, and they've been so brainwashed that they follow right along. This deep penetration has been going on for years in our schools. Most of us, including me, have been asleep. If we don't wake up to how this has affected our country and step out and push back against our schools being used as propaganda machines, we will be the next target. One of the false narratives being promoted in the use of the name Palestine and uh, referring that to a uh, Arab homeland was uh, where, where the name started. Well, let's take a look at that. When was it first being used? My investigation revealed the following. A Roman emperor, the name Haddon in the second century, decided that he was going to change the name of Israel. He wanted to eradicate them, wipe them from the face of earth. So he changed their name of Israel now to Palestine using a kind of a take on the name Philistine, which was one of the nations that Israel had been uh, told to destroy when they moved into the promised land, which was a promised land given by God to Abraham for his descendants forever. And this was part of that territory. So he just picked that apparently. And so then they started calling that area uh, Palestine. So this is what it's really all about. So when you hear that, you should be thinking this is a nation of Israel as land. As, as I've mentioned, I look at the world from my biblical worldview, and when you look at a map and see the, the land that was given to the Jewish nation by God through the Abraham covenant, it was a lot larger than what they have now, much larger than 
1948 little narrow swit of land down along the ocean there that was given to the Jews as a nation. I know there's people that don't believe in God, but it's okay. But it doesn't mean God doesn't exist and he's not in control. I think most observant people realize that as a world, we are heading towards some very difficult times. Well, and you might say, Phil, we've had some difficult times. Yes, we have. But these coming will make those look like child's play. God has given us a very good guide to what will happen at the end of the age. We will not know all the details because God doesn't reveal them all. But we can find out enough to make us aware of things to come so we can be watching and prepared. Over the last weeks, I've been asked about this war, and if it's the war from Ezekiel 38 that is talked about, and this is a war, it's not Armageddon. We've all heard about that probably either from the Bible or from Hollywood. The Ezekiel 38 war is before that, and it names some of the countries which will be leading that attack on Israel. That is Russia, Iran, Turkey, and some some other smaller countries. And it talks about the countries from the north coming, marching into Israel to try to destroy it. So this current situation doesn't fit with that at this time, at least, but we need to pay attention. We've already heard some of the nations from the north, the Russia, Iran, Turkey, meeting together, talking deciding what they're going to do, threatening Israel if they move into Gaza. And when Ezekiel talks about this war, though, one of the things is that it says no country will be standing with Israel. So now we know with the U.S. there with their warships and England is there and other countries are helping, this doesn't fit that narrative yet. But what we need to be watching for is any shifts in support from the U.S., England, and other countries. And if they should, for some reason, pull their support and move out of the region with their assets, this could clear the way for Russia and Turkey and Iran to act. So that's something we need to be watching and observe. Now, when that war from the north comes sooner or later, Israel's going to defeat them with God's help. And then out of that will come a peace treaty with Israel and the rest of the world. And that's going to be the start of a time that's known as the tribulation. Now, this gets into a lot of different facts and history. It would take a lot of time to look at it. But if you want to research that yourself, you can find out about the end times, tribulation, and uh, see for yourself what the world says, but the Bible says too. So I encourage you to investigate for yourself. Do what I've done. Put some effort into investigation. Be watchful for what comes out of this situation as it is right now. Well, let's move back to home then. What's some dangers in the U.S. that we can see that's already surfaced, let alone our borders to the south? And, and a lot of people don't know that in Mexico, there's a large Hezbollah formation group that's been there for years and other Islamic terrorist groups that have filtrated people in and through our southern borders like they are now. There's no doubt And it's known that there are cells and assets in place here in the U.S. that could pull off some very atrocious attacks. We need to wake up. Um, This danger of brainwashing to our young people in our schools, as Ronald Reagan said during his presidency, which I think says it very well, he said that losing our freedom would only take one generation. If our young people's minds, starting young, 
and through that generation they were programmed, brainwashed, and corrupted by false information and the history of our country, and that we don't need God to help us, we would lose our freedoms. Our affluence and freedom that we have are sometimes a negative when it comes to us having a balanced uh, view of the world and reality around our security. We're soft, complacent. We're caught up in our lives. We want to be successful. We are work, work, work. And we have taken our eyes off of guiding, training, and teaching our children how to live. We've allowed the schools to take responsibility for filling the minds of our children. And they've done it with humanistic ideas leaving God out of our children's training. Our children have lost what our history and forerunners sacrificed and what they paid for with their lives and blood and treasure to give us a free nation. The uprising of a young generation supporting evil done against uh, the Jews by Hamas and mouthing that they believe in government control and handouts are better than the freedoms that we have earned by those who fought and died should cause all of us to be alarmed for our future. You know, I have studied and read about past civilizations who promoted their own desire and demise by family and moral decays and sexual perversions within their society. If you want to be alarmed, look for yourself and consider their actions and where we are today in our own decay. It's alarming. I've learned not to take someone else's presentation as gospel, no matter how upright they might be, until I check out the facts myself. I suggest you do the same. Come to your own conclusion after you've done a real investigation. But don't be like many who condemn the book without reading it. This is a tragic, heartbreaking war brought on by Hamas, an evil terrorist organization. They're not Palestinian. Their main goal is to destroy uh, all the Jewish people everywhere. And there are many innocent people in Gaza who are victims of this evil. That have th- that evil uh, regime of Hamas have killed thousands and thousands of, of the Gazian people. We need to be praying for them also. The American president said something right when he was in Israel. He said Hamas was evil. They didn't sub- represent the Palestinian people and they should be destroyed. Pray for the peace of that region. Well, we're out of time, and I wish I had more time now, but next time I'll bring you some more facts. Thank you for being with me today. Would you like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell, and leave any comments that you would like, and I'll respond to you. Or you can contact me at p.little.pi. 777 at gmail.com And until next time, be safe. May God bless you, your family, and may God bless America.